Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our show. Today, we discuss about web development, how you can create your website from scratch. And I'm excited to discuss this topic with Paul Garcia. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Great, great. Uh, before we start, just tell about yourself, uh, background, experience, and why you decided to take this topic. Why I decided to become a web developer? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, it's 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 kind of a long story. Uh, I, I've I've been in been involved in tech for a long time. I, I was really into computers and programming and stuff when I was in in high school, and I studied computer science in college and. And then um, I actually did not go into tech after college. I, I worked um, in in government. I, I I was working in a technical field, but I was working more as like a, a communications technician. Uh, I was doing like work on electronic systems and um, doing doing work for public safety. And, and I did that for quite a while. And um, after after a while, like I just just decided that I wanted to change. And so um, I I quit. Like after after about almost. 10 years doing that, I, I quit my job and, and I just started traveling. I, I, I quit my job and I sold all my stuff and I traveled for about two and a half years. And while I was traveling, I started, um, like I, I wanted to learn how to, I, I wanted to learn how to make money or like do business online. Like I, I wanted to be location independent because I had been I had been reading about digital nomads and, and people working online and traveling and and I was fascinated by the possibilities of of, of having a lifestyle like that. So while I was traveling, I, I started I, I tried starting a couple of different businesses, um, none of, none of which were actually programming related. Like I started doing like I learned copywriting and I and I tried doing freelance copywriting for a little while and, and then I started studying marketing and, and I started a, like a marketing consulting agency. Um, and it was, it was hard to do because I, I didn't have the skills, you know, like I was just, I was just trying to start a business from scratch and, um, and I, I didn't have a marketing background and I didn't really know about all that stuff. So I, w- I was learning a lot about it while I was doing the business, um, which was good because, um, you know, it's, it's a good skill to have. And wh- like while I was working on that business, I I just I just started getting back into programming just for fun in my free time. So like during I was I was in Asia at the time, and I was I was making sales calls to the United States uh, at like two or three o'clock in the morning to to match up with the clock in the U.S. And then during the days, I would go to coffee shops and sit and like read programming tutorials and um, you know practice exercises. And like, I, I was just, I was just doing a lot of just programming just for fun. Like, just because I wanted to have something fun to do, like to get away from my, my, my work. Like I just wanted it. I just, I was just doing it for fun. And, um, after doing that for a while, like I just, I realized that I wasn't, I wasn't enjoying the business that I was starting. I wasn't enjoying doing the work of, um, you know, like it felt like such an uphill climb because I didn't, I didn't have a, have skills or, or background. So, so I, so I decided to switch to, to be, to being a developer because I was really enjoying the the programming. And, um, and so I, st- I started reaching out to, um, 
like recruiters and, and applying for jobs. And, and I ended up getting, I ended up getting, um, after about six months of, of teaching myself programming, doing exercises, building apps, building websites, um, I, I got offered a job at a, at a marketing agency in, back in the States. And so I, I took the job. I, I, I went back to the U.S. for, uh, for about two and a half years. I, I worked as a developer in a, in a marketing agency, and then I worked in a bank for about a year, and, and I, helped, I helped them build an app, uh, like an internal um, application for, for uh, the legal department of the bank. And, um, and I got a lot of really good experience in those, in those two and a half years working in the marketing agency, like building, building marketing campaigns, building apps for, for making sales. Um, it was a, it was a really big marketing agency. So they, they had really big, really big, well-known, um, nationally known clients, um, like world, world, world known names. So I got to work on some really cool stuff there and be involved in, in building and helping run the campaigns and stuff. And, then you know when I was working in the bank, I got some really good um, application development experience, and and then after doing that for a couple of years, I um, I, I left and um, and I moved down here to Latin America, and I've been working as a as an independent developer for the last about two years or so. I started started working with clients at the end of 2019, so that's where I am now. Told you it was a long story. Yeah, long story. <laughs> you know, Asia. Latin America, US, yeah. <laughs> no, I think uh, traveling yeah, is my addiction as well. You know, uh, I can't live without traveling. Uh, and uh, I spent a lot of time with traveling as well. And luckily, in this world, we can do it, you know, <laughs> to work yeah. remotely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the opportunities nowadays are, are incredible. This, wouldn't, yeah. this life wouldn't have been possible, you know, 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, uh, um, I, I love your journey. You know, uh, for me, uh, for example, um, it doesn't matter what type of skills you have. It's more uh, important uh, how you are passionate about that. Uh, for example, uh, once I read a, a biography of Elon Musk, and when someone asked him, uh, "Did you have experience with uh, building a rocket?" Uh, uh, I mean, uh, these machines, you know, and something like this. He told, no, uh, I just started reading, reading books. You know, I didn't have yeah. any education about that. And for me as well, you know, uh, for example, uh, I didn't have any uh, education uh, in marketing field. I just uh, started to learn everything from scratch uh, by reading blogs, uh, uh, listening to audio podcasts, uh, yeah, something like this. And I think it's the same with web development. Okay. Uh, uh, I have. Uh, I want to start from basic questions because uh, my audience often ask me about that. Uh, how to choose CRM? How to? We have many different CRMs: uh, WordPress, Shopify, uh, Wix, and many others. Uh, uh, PrestaShop. Uh, can you tell how to choose uh, the best uh, that will work for your business and uh, uh, how to review them before uh, choosing one? You mean a, you mean a CMS, not a CRM, right? Yes. Yeah, CMS. Um, well, I've like most of my experience as a developer was was not using CMSs. So I was I was doing a lot of application development. I my my specialty is JavaScript, um, and so I started. I only started using CMSs, um, specifically WordPress, uh, when I when I started working independently with clients. And so I don't have a ton of experience 
like with working with a lot of CMSs, I've, I've gotten quite a bit of experience with WordPress over the last year or so. Um, and so I've, I haven't used anything besides WordPress. I, I know you, you mentioned like uh, Shopify, Wix, um, I think Squarespace, um, you know, and those are, those are all online platforms and, and Word, WordPress is uh, like you, you can self-host WordPress. So you, you can also do um, like hosted WordPress websites on wordpress.com where you don't have actual control of the server. Um, and so I think it would, it would really depend on, on somebody's needs, you know, like if, if somebody has really simple needs uh, and they're just starting out, then something like Wix or Squarespace or WordPress.com might be okay. But then there's, there's also the, um, the, the, the question of whether or not you plan on growing, growing that site or growing that business. And if you, if you start out on a site like that, sometimes it's, sometimes it's, it's a problem if you want to migrate off of that platform onto your own server, like you, you want to run your own server or you want to do like a, like a, like a, like a, like a site on WPEngine.com or something like that. And you want to, um, you want to have more control over, over your content and your, your themes and all, all of the files of your site. Um, I know that some, I know Wix, especially if you, if you build a site on Wix, then it's, it, it's stuck on Wix. Like it's, you're never going to, you're never going to be able to move it off of Wix. So if you start out with a Wix site, like you, you have to be prepared for that. Like it needs to either stay on Wix or if you want to move it somewhere else, like you have to rebuild it from scratch. Like if you want to start your own server or, you know, sign up for a service and, um, start, start a website somewhere else, you have to, you have to build it from scratch. And I, and I, I don't know about Squarespace. I think WordPress.com is is similar in, in that sense too, um, and maybe Squarespace. But those those platforms where you build you build the site on their platform, they host it, they do everything for it. It's kind of like a captured platform. Um, so you you have you have less control. It's it's more convenient, um, and it might be easier to to get started. But but you have less control, and it's it's probably less future proof. So unless, unless somebody plans on, ha on, on keeping something really simple um, and, and, and is happy with that, then it, it might be better to just not start on a service like that. So yeah, it's, yeah I mean, it's, that's, that's, that's the most that I can say about that. I, I don't, I can't speak to like the technical capabilities or, or anything else of those sites because I've, I've really limited experience with those. Yeah, um, but valuable, you know, uh, I think that, uh, for example, uh, I like WordPress because of open code, a bunch of plugins, yeah. I can optimize yeah. my website, uh, even uh, uh, I think today WordPress has uh, a lot of features uh, to create any content, even tools, for example, on my website, I create tools with WordPress. Uh, yeah, uh, about Wix, Shopify, yeah, you have some limits. Uh, you can go ahead with some uh, with the full optimization, but uh, yeah, these platforms have their advantages. Uh, for example, you don't need to hire some web developers. Uh, yeah, you can do it, uh, a lot of stuff from scratch, but it's hard to get SEO results. Yeah, uh, it depends. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Uh, 
According to your experience, you touched a few times with marketing. Can you tell how marketers and web developers can cooperate together? Uh, because uh, results depend on uh, on a cohesive job uh, when we cooperate as a team. Uh, but I often see when web developers don't understand marketers. Uh, they uh, or, for example, marketers wanna get more from web developers. For example, to ask them, please optimize my website. I wanna get a hundred uh, with page speed insights. It's hard. I understand that because for, uh, it's better to have uh, much better user experience and tell web developers uh, how we can optimize as maximum as possible. For example, even uh, many websites uh, have um, red or uh, yellow line uh, for page speed and sub sites and uh, rank well, you know. Can you tell how marketers and web developers can cooperate together, you know, to provide much better results? Yeah, so th th that's a, yeah, that's a, that's a big subject. Um, I, I think one of, I think, you know, just, just in terms of like from the, from the web development side, it, it's important to have like a, a technically sound foundation to a site so that like you said it it does load fast it it does give the user a good experience um and you know that that's a that's a purely technical thing and um you know i, I don't want to go too much into the like the technical details of what needs to happen to make a site load fast but that definitely needs to be taken into account um so that you know if if especially if you're paying you know if you're paying for traffic and sending traffic to a landing page or something and it's a really slow site and it, it doesn't work right it's not mobile responsive you know if, the, if there are technical issues with that site that that is are, are you know sending up red flags on google's end um, then you know that that's going to hurt the performance of that campaign so that's something that has to be in place you know like right away but before you know before you even start sending any traffic to the site um, and then like, are you talking about like in, in terms of like marketers and developers working together, are you talking about like collaborating on, cause I'm thinking about like, um, I, I've worked with a lot of designers, like I've collaborated with designers and, and, mm -hmm. you know, build, building websites for campaigns and things. And there's kind of like a collaboration that goes back and forth in, in terms of like when I'm talking to a designer and, and like, I'm kind of explaining like what like what can actually be built and what what is actually easy what's hard to build and what's not you know what's hard to build and what's easy to build and just in terms of like if you're building if you're building some some kind of a landing page or some kind of a layout that you want to be able to use for ab split testing and you want to be able to switch elements in and out like there's just kind of like a back and forth dialogue that needs to happen between the marketer i think you know, I, I think this probably doesn't happen a lot. Like a lot of the times these things just get designed and, and created and then they just get sent to the developer and just, you know, they just tell them to build it and there's not like a lot of back and forth, but I think it would be helpful because there are certain aspects of design, certain, you know, certain parts of a web page or a website that, um, it might, that it just might be technically, um, not only difficult to build, but it just might be more time consuming to build something. And like, if you, if you just want to have a, you know, have a campaign that you want to, um, you just want to get it running fast. You, you, I think you want to, you want like a simpler, like you want a simpler layout and, and it's, and it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to tell. Like if you're, if you're not a developer, if you're just a designer or, or a marketer, it's hard to know what those, what those things are going to be. Like, you don't really know what's easy to build, what's hard to build, what the 
like what the technical challenges are going to be in terms of like making a making a landing page responsive you know there might be certain pieces that need to go in different places or you know something something that a developer might be able to help you with tweaking the design or the layout a little bit just so that like you get the best you, you just get the you you get the best results out of it um i don't know if that makes if that makes sense <laughs> Yeah, of course, makes sense. Okay, okay. Uh, let's talk about uh, choosing uh, a good web developer. Um, you know, it's a big issue uh, with my clients. They often ask me, I don't know how to find uh, a good web developer, a reliable web developer, because uh, um, it takes time to, for a web developer to uh, understand the project, uh, to learn how to fix it, because... Uh, From my experience, you know, it's hard to provide results uh, from the first day. Yeah, it takes time to learn more. Can you tell how to choose, uh, which platforms to use, tools, or and uh, what kind of questions we need to ask for developers before uh, cooperating with them? Yeah, that that is a that is a big challenge, uh, uh, and I and I know from just working with my clients, um, I've 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 heard from everybody that I've worked with that they've, they've had bad experiences with developers. Um, developers are unreliable or they're slow or they just, they just disappear for, you know, sometimes forever. Sometimes, you know, they don't hear back from them for days or weeks. And so, um, you know, there's, there's, there's the technical side of, of finding a developer, obviously that you, you have to find somebody who, who knows how to do what you need them to do or, or is, is willing to learn, you know, somebody that has enough experience working with multiple platforms and frameworks where, you know, they, they might be able to um, learn what you need them to do um, fast enough. Um, so that, that's one aspect. And, and then the, the other aspect, which, which I think is even more important is, is just the human aspect. Like, you know, communication, reliability, follow through, you know, like somebody, you know, being on time, um, just more of like the, the, the soft, like business side of, of just working with people. Um, and that's, you know, that's all really important. I, I think probably for me, like if I, if I, what I know as, as myself, as a developer and, and being a developer and, and working with people who, who, um, you know, who hire developers, If, you know, if, if I was hiring a developer, I like one of the first things that I would look for is somebody who is going to ask questions like right off the bat. Like if, if somebody's, if I, I, it would be a red flag to me, if somebody is just going to accept your project without asking any questions, like if somebody's just willing to just jump right in and go, yeah, I'll, I'll do, I'll do that. You know, I'll, I'll you know, I'll do what you need me to do for however much money you want to pay me. Like that would be a big red flag because, um, for me, like any time I, I am talking to a new client or considering working with somebody, I have a bunch of questions that I ask people, you know, like I, I want to know who I'm working with because I want to know if, if we're, you know, like regardless of whether I can do the work, like I want to know like, is this even somebody that I want to work with? You know, like there has, there has to be like, and it doesn't, it doesn't mean that like they're a bad client or I'm, you know, like not, not in that sense, but just like sometimes some, some people just don't work well together, you know? And, and it doesn't, it doesn't mean anything about the two people. Like not everybody will work well together. And so I want to know that before I even 
accept a, a job from somebody? Like, do I like talking to this person? Do, you know, do like, do I just get a good, do I get a good feel from them? You know? And so I want to talk to people um, upfront. Like I, I want to have like a conversation like this with somebody before I even a- agree to work with them. Um, and then I want to ask them questions about like, you know, how fast do you want this? How, how much experience do you have working with developers? Because I want to know, you know, is, is this somebody, am, am I going to have more interaction with this person to, to get them familiar with the process or are they going to be more hands-off? Like, am I going to be able to just tell them, you know, this is going to take X number of days or hours and, and then just do the work and, and then they'll be okay with hearing back from me when, when it's done, or, you know, is it somebody that doesn't have a lot of experience working with developers and I'm going to have to keep in touch with them a little bit more and give them a little bit more updates because they just, they just don't know what the process is like. So, um, uh, you know, I want to ask, obviously I want to ask questions about budget, how much, you know, how much do you want to pay? Like, is this, is this something that you, is this a, is this a business need? Is this a nice to have, you, you know, like I, there's just, there's a lot of questions that I want to ask somebody. So it, you know, I, I would, I would, I would suggest that if, if somebody is hiring a developer, um, it, you know, if, if somebody's if somebody just accepts the job without ever even talking to you or asking you questions, that would be a big red flag right there because it's it's probably somebody who is either desperate for work or doesn't have a lot of experience um, or you know any any number of things. But if somebody if somebody's going to take the time to get on a call and ask you questions and and get to know you a little bit better and, and want to know what working with you is going to be like, um, that, that'll be better for, for both people. So I, I would, you know, I would, I would definitely do that. Um, does that answer the question? I, I, I I, I think I, I think I had some other things that I wanted to say, but, um, I got kind of lost in in my story there. So, yeah, Yeah, (laughs) You, you said a lot. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, in marketing, uh, we often cooperate uh, with other marketers. Uh, for example, uh, if I can't uh, produce results for some specific niches or projects, I uh, usually delegate to my colleagues. Uh, I f- uh, find them online, remotely, and uh, provide it. Uh, can you tell uh, uh, how to, uh, do you cooperate with other web developers in this niche? For example, uh, if you have a client and you can't do every, uh, a lot, yeah. Uh, for example, some web developers are good with, uh, uh, I don't know, with code. Others might know uh, Java or uh, uh, can provide some uh, to set up plugins or something like this. Can you tell about your experience uh, to delegate tasks uh, or you usually skip when you can't do it? So this is something that I that I want to get more into. Um, I'm actually looking to do more of this in 2022. Uh, for the last couple of years, mm-hmm. since since the end of 2019, I've I've been working independently, and I have I've worked on. Um, let me see, I've worked on at least one. I've I've worked on a couple of projects where I've had to, um, like cooperate with other developers, um, but I but I haven't. I, I haven't been in the position where I've been delegating a lot of work. And so that's, that's something I'm, I'm actually um, starting, starting an agency now so that uh, I, I, because my, my goal is to start moving towards the being able to delegate where I can take on larger or maybe more projects 
and do some of the development, um, but then also find other developers, uh, maybe a designer or something that I can that I can collaborate with on on projects. And so that's something that I'm that that I'm kind of working on right now. It's not something that I've that I've really done. Like I've I've been working as a developer and and kind of as a team member. Um, I'm I'm an, I'm an independent contractor. I don't have I don't have a job, but I have clients where you know they they um, you know. I'm I'm on a I'm on a like I was on an application development team for most of this year, and there was there was another there was a back end developer. I was the front end developer. We had some some DevOps people, and so we would get together for um, sprints every couple of weeks. Um, but I was but I was more like a part of the team. Like I, I wasn't I wasn't delegating any work, um, and so that's not that's not something that I have a ton of experience with yet. Yeah, got it. Okay. Uh... Uh, can you share uh, where to start? For example, if uh, a company uh, want to create a new website, uh, what they need to do first uh, to create a technical task uh, uh, or uh, uh, order some copywriting, uh, design, uh, or ask for a developer to create this website? Uh, can you uh, share uh, the best way uh, or uh, possible the best way uh, to create a new website from scratch? Oh man, that's that's yeah. a huge that's a huge yeah that's a that's a huge thing. Um, I would say, um, and I think this this is probably something that most people don't do, um, is that uh, first of all you have you have to decide on on the intent of the website. Like the mm-hmm. the, the website, it, it has to have a goal. Like bef- before you start doing anything, you have to have a clear goal. Uh, because otherwise you're you're not gonna you're not gonna you're not gonna get where you don't where you don't know where you want to go you know like if you don't know where you want to go you're not gonna get there so you know I, I would say you know what's what's the goal of the website you know is it to get people to sign up to a newsletter is, is it to get people to buy a product is it to get people to to call you you know is it is it to just inform people and to start you know building your Um, building your reputation. So it's going to be more of a blog. Like there, there has to be, there has to be a specific goal for a website. Is it, is it an e-commerce site? Like you're just trying to sell products. Like it it has to be, has to be very clear um, from, from the start. Uh, And then, and then once that is, has been decided on, I would say that all of the, all of the copy needs to be written. Like you have, you have to have, you have to have copy uh, for the, for the whole site, before you start designing anything because the the copy all the content will will inform the design like you you have to if it's a sales you know if it's a sales page you can't start designing you can't really design with lorem ipsum because it's 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 fake you know like it's you you, you have to know what your what your content is going to actually be so you know hire a copywriter write the copy yourself you know whatever you're going to do like for the, the homepage, the, the, the about page, the contact pages, the, the product pages, the landing pages, like all of that, that needs to be all written out. And obviously this is in a perfect world. I don't think I've ever worked on a project where this has all been done exactly like this, but that's, you know, like I, ideally this, this is how it would be, would be done. Like if I was doing something from absolute zero. Um, so yeah, then all, all the copy needs to be written, finalized so that, as when when the copy's written and you and you start actually going to do the design 
the designer can design around the copy and they can use the actual copy that's going to be on the site. If you're, tr if you're trying to like, if you're trying to write copy while you're designing and you're, you're trying to like do like, you're trying to like do multiple things at once. It's, it's really hard and, and it wastes a lot of time and it just doesn't, it, it just wouldn't really end up um, working out probably working out that well. So I would say, yeah, make sure all the copies written. Then once all the copies written, um, get the designs done, obviously, um, or may maybe not so obviously. Um, the, the way I would do it is that, um, is that I would have the client like look at or, or provide samples of sites that they like. Um, so they can, they can tell me, you know, what, you know, the, the, I can get a sense of what kind of design aesthetic they're going for, why, why they like that design aesthetic. Um, so, so, so there's kind of like a, like a, like a shared vocabulary or like a, like a, um, I don't know, some, some kind of a, like a visual identity that they're, that they're going for. Um, and so that'd be kind of like a design brainstorming phase where you, where you, you know, you get a lot of samples of things that you like and you get, you know, you get ideas of colors and, and, you know, all of, all of that stuff. And then, um, you know, get the, get the designs done, have it, have a designer do the designs, or, you know, if you are a designer, if you want to design it yourself or use a template or something, you can do that. But, you know, it's, it's a lot easier to do that when you have all of your copy, because when, with the, with the designs, you can put the actual copy in the design. So you know exactly what it's going to look like. Um, and then, yeah, design it, build it, get it, you know, get it built, fi find that, you know, find that developer who, you know, took the time to ask you questions and get on a call with you and get to know you and, you know, somebody that you think is going to be a good fit to work with and have them build the site and, and then launch it. Yeah, got it. Um, I agree. I agree completely with that because uh, I often see when uh, web, uh, webmasters try to create content without uh, writing first, you know, they, <laughs> when yeah. they, they submit some design and, put text to this design you know yeah. it looks weird yeah yeah and i, I mean <laughs> i've done it like I, i'm like the reason i know it doesn't work is because i've done it like i've you know i've i've built my own sites and i've i've like written while i was designing like it's it's not it doesn't work very well it's not it's not fun yeah exactly yeah okay uh, uh i want to get back to the question about uh, choosing uh, a reliable web developer can you tell uh, how to test uh, people, for example, if uh, I found a few developers, uh, I talk to them, uh, everything looks good, but uh, how to test them? Uh, can I provide some tests to ask, please uh, uh, create me this page or uh, I don't know, or uh, provide any task? Can you tell uh, more? Uh, for example, because uh, when I am looking for good uh, writers, I give them the task to write 500 uh, words uh, article uh, even i pay for this articles uh, because uh, I, I need to filter out and choose the best can you tell about testing web developers before uh, cooperating with them yeah absolutely um i, I would say I, I would say your your approach is is spot on like that that's what i would do mm -hmm. I, I would i would hire somebody either for a small project like i i would i would find multiple people um mm -hmm. and either either hire you know a few different people and, and pay them obviously for, for a small project or like if I have a, if I have a specific project that I want to get done, like hire three different people to do the same project and just pick, 
pick the best one, you know, pick the, pick the work of the one that I like best or, you know, start, start the project with three different people. And then, you know, when you, when you find one that's, that's doing the best work and is, is communicating the best and, and that you like working with the best, then, you know, don't, don't have the other two finish, you know, let them know, okay, you know, this project. And they, they don't, they don't have to know that there's three different people working on the same project. You can just hire three different people and, you know, not let any of them know about each other and just say, and just start the project with them. And then if, you know, if you don't like two of them, you can just let them know like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm done with this project or, you know, I'm, I'm going to go in a different direction or, you know, just let them know that they can, they can stop the work and then just keep working with the one that you like, or, or you can hire, you know, multiple people for, for a really small thing and just have them do it and see, you know, you know, whether, whether the quality of the work is good, whether, you know, whether you liked working with the the people or not. Um, and, you know, it, it might take, you know, it might take a few, it might take a few people to find somebody that you like, but yeah, I, one of the things that I would say is, is definitely pay for whoever you're, um, for whoever you're, you're thinking about working with. And so depending on your budget, like if it's, if you have a smaller budget, then I would say, you know, start out with a, with a, with a very small piece of work. If you have a larger budget, then you could just start the project with three different people. Um, because when I was, when I was starting out as, as a developer, um, so, something that, that companies will do is they'll, they'll give you like a, um, like a, like a job to do. And that's kind of like your interview, but those, those can be like hours of work. And, um, I, I've, I've come to the, to the conclusion that that's, I, I don't think that's okay anymore. I, I think if you're going to, if you're going to have somebody spend hours of their time to potentially work for you, then, then you should be paying them for that. And so I, I, I did it when I, when I was first yeah. starting out, like when I, when I really wanted to work, uh, I, I did those, you know, I did several of those and I, I, I put a lot of time into, into building things and, and, um, and I, and I got some, I got some that were like, I did a, you know, I know I did a really good job on this and they didn't hire me for whatever reason. And they, you know, they gave me some, some excuse, but I was like, this did this didn't seem right. You know, like, I, I don't know if they got some free work out of me or not, but, um, yeah. So I, I would definitely say, you know, make sure, make sure that you pay whoever you're, you're, you're thinking about working with. You're still there. I lost you for a second. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry about that because I'm at home, you know, and connection is not good here. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay uh let's continue with that um i have the question about uh, in, uh web developers for example you mentioned that uh, free web developers can co uh, work with one project uh it's better to connect them uh, and uh, ask to work as a team or uh, they can work separately uh, provide the tasks uh, for some specific pages for some uh, technical issues, I don't know, uh, something like this. Uh, can you tell uh, which way is better to uh, connect them or uh, to provide separate tasks? I don't know. I don't know if one way is better or not. Like, I think it would depend on what you're trying to do. Like, if, if, okay. you, if you're trying to find, like, one developer, like, you, you know that you need one person and you need somebody who's going to be reliable, uh, somebody that you can, 
you know, get a hold of when you need some work done and you just need, you just need one guy, you know, you want like a go-to guy, then, then I would say, or, or if you're, you're trying to, you're trying to find like multiple people like that, but you're trying to find people that can work independently. Then I would, then I would say, um, you know, hire three different people or however many people you want to hire to, to, to do the same job. Like, even if it's not a real job, like just make up a, you know, make up a website project or a landing page project or something, something that's at least similar to what you're trying to get done and, and hire a few different people to do the exact same thing and, but keep them separate. Don't, you know, don't, don't, you don't even have to let them know that there's somebody else working on the project so that, you know, because if they, if they all know that there's three, that there's two other people or three other people trying to do the same thing, they might try really hard to like beat the other person in that situation. But then once they know they're the only developer, you know, they might start slacking off. So, you know, in, in, in a situation like that, that's, that's what I would want to do is hire, you know, hire a few different people and give them all the same job and see, see how independently each one of them handles it. Um, if you're, if you're, if you're looking to hire somebody that is going to be part of a team or you're, or you're wanting to build a team, then, then I would, then I would go the other way, you know, like if you, if you want three people, if you, if you need a team, two or three or four, or however many people, then, you know, come up with a project or, or have them, you know, start, start giving them tasks and start connecting them and see how well, you know, see how well they take direction and see, you know, see how, see how proactive they are. See, see whether or not they're going to communicate between each other to solve issues, communication issues, technical issues, or if they're going to just wait for you to tell them to do everything. Um, so, you know, if, if you, it, it, it depends on, on what you want. Like if you, if you want somebody who's going to be self-motivated and they're going to, they're going to take the task and they're going to, they're going to run with it and they're going to collaborate with your team without you having to, to manage them too much. Then, you know, you, you would want to devise some kind of a situation where, where they have the opportunity to do that. Um, and if you want somebody who's just going to do what you tell what you want them to do and, 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 and there's not, you know, they're not going to, um, like give you any pushback or then, you know, you, you would want to devise some kind of a, some kind of a scenario where you can test them to do something like that. You know, just give them a task, see if they do it, see how long it takes them, see, you know, see whether they do it right. See, see whether they, um, whether, you know, I've, I've had situations on Upwork where I've hired people and they, and they've told me that, um, you know, they, they could do, they could do something or that they would do something. And then I, I get the work back and it's, it's terrible, you know, and it's like, well, what is this? So, um, yeah, it just, <laughs> it's, I would, I would, I would say, you know, devise, whatever, devise a test that as closely as you possibly can simulates what, what you're trying to hire this person for, what, you know, what their role is going to be. Yeah, got it. Yeah, valuable. Okay. Um, I have the last question about setting deadlines. Uh, you know, from my experience, uh, web developers often tell me about uh, deadlines that is not correct. For example, um, if the, I, when I submit the task, 
uh, I can get the answer, for example, one day, two days. Yeah, uh, I will complete this job. And for a few weeks, I can't get the result. Can yeah. you tell uh, uh, why we have these issues? It's not uh, about one developer. I think um, it's common issue uh, when it's hard to estimate the exact time. Uh, can you tell how to set up the right deadlines? Because uh, other projects depend on these deadlines. Yeah. Well, I think. So, are you talking about this the the problem of you set a deadline for somebody and they don't meet the deadline, or yes, yes. okay. Yeah. Um, and so, my my question would be like, why did they? First of all, I would want to know like, why didn't they meet the deadline? Was it was it because your estimate was was not realistic, or did did the other person like just really slack off like? So it, uh, it would it would be two different it would be like two, there would be two different answers depending on what what the situation is because deadlines don't they deadlines get missed for different reasons. For for example, um, if I wanna create a new page landing page and I need to set up marketing campaigns for this page uh, to get sales customers because of some events uh, holidays I need to do in time you know because if absolutely I, yeah. Yeah, 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 and uh, when I ask that I need to get this page for two days or three days uh, for a week, you know, uh, I often get the reply: "Yes, we can do it. We will provide uh, this landing page." But for a few weeks, I can't get it. Uh, it's not because web developers are, are bad, uh, but you know, right. um, I, I, I'm feeling that they can't estimate the exact time. Uh, I think, um, yeah, it's a common issue with many web, de web developers. Can you tell how to uh, estimate the, this time? Uh, what kind of time you need to complete the project? Yeah. Yeah. Well, if somebody if somebody tells you, like, if you say I need this in two days or three days. And somebody tells you, yeah, we can do it in three days, and then they don't do it, then that's on them. You know, like that's that's their that's their that's their bad, you know. Um, mm -hmm. and so I I think that's like part of part of part of that is just some of what we've gone over is like just evaluating, evaluating people like like if you need something to be done on a deadline, then like it shouldn't you, you shouldn't be hiring like a new person. To, to, to have like time sensitive work done because they might not follow through, you know, they might not come through. It might take them two weeks when they said it could take them two days. Um, so that's more, that's more of like a, um, that, that, that comes back to like the first thing that I was talking about where, you know, if, if you're, if you hire somebody and you, you ask, you know, you, you say, Hey, I need this done in two days and they see how yeah, we can do it. Um, you know, they, they didn't, they didn't ask, Either, either it was, either it was more technically involved, and it, and they needed more technical time to do the work, and they didn't clarify that with you up front. They didn't ask the the questions that they needed to know, and so they they just agreed to do the work. And then when they got the work, it turned out to be too much for them, and it, and it really took them two weeks when they said it was only going to take them two days. Or, or they were just unreliable. You know, they they just took the work just just to get the payment, and then um, you know, since since it's remote work, that's that's the other thing. Since 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 everybody's working remote now, it it's it's easy. Like if somebody is unreliable, like it's it's easy for them to just 
if they just don't want to do it, then they just, uh, you know, I don't want to do that. I'm just not going to reply, you know? And so, you know, they get, they, they just do whatever they need to do to fill up their schedule. And then, um, they, they just do the work that they want to do and then they let everything else go. And so, um, you know, it, it could, it could be any one of those. Um, and so, you know, my suggestion in, in, in that sense, on it, in that situation, it's on them for agreeing to take the work and then not following through. But then it, it would be on you for for hiring a new person to do time sensitive work. You know, I, I would not hire a new untested developer or agency for like something that needs to be done on a deadline. Um, for for me, like in terms of like technically estimating things, um, I like. I have a pretty good sense now because it, it's it, the the bigger with the bigger the project, the harder it is to estimate. Like it's it's easy to it's easy to estimate like how long it's going to take to build one page when you have the design and you can you can see exactly what needs to be done. You know, something like that is is easy to estimate. The more pages that get added and the more features that get added and the more complexity, the more integrations, like just the bigger the project gets, the harder it gets to estimate. So my, like, I, I have a pretty good sense of how long it's going to take me to build small, like smaller, like a page or a section of a page, if I can see the design, you know, and then it just, it just gets bigger and, and bigger from that. And it gets harder to estimate because they're with, with every new piece of work, there's, 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 there are always unknowns. Like you know, something maybe a little bit harder to build than I thought it was going to be, or I might need to go do some more research to find out about something. So that adds to the time. So what I tend to do is I like whatever my estimate is on something, I, I double it at least. Like if I think it's something is going to take eight hours, I, I'll say it's going to take 16 hours. Um, and, and that's, that's at minimum, you know, like if, if I could triple it, that would be better because in, in that, in that sense, I, I would rather let let the client know that this is going to take, you know, eight hours or sixteen hours or two days or whatever, and then get it done in one day or four hours, than tell them it's going to take a day and it takes a week. You know, like I would, I I never want to be in that situation where I tell somebody that it's going to be done sooner than it's actually going to be done because then I'm in a, because then I'm in a position of having to apologize, putting them in an uncomfortable situation, putting, putting both of us in an uncomfortable situation. And then neither, neither of us is happy with that. But if I tell them it's going to take a week and I get it done in two days, then they're really happy, you know, and then, and then, and that's really good. And then I've, you know, they, they've already agreed they're, they're okay with waiting. And then if they get it done sooner then they're happy and then I'm happy because I don't have to stress to try to get it done faster. Um, and so, um, I, you know, I, I would, I would say that like, if, if somebody tells you that it's going to take longer than you think it should, that that's probably a, a good sign like that. That's, it's, it's probably a good sign of, of, of a, of a higher quality, um, developer or agency or freelancer or whoever you're trying to hire is because, if you're, if you're, if you're going to, if you're going to, if you're talking to somebody who's probably higher quality, they're, they're going to be 
looking for ways to disqualify you because they, they, they want to have a good experience working with you. And they also don't want to be um, put in an uncomfortable position. So, you know, they, they, they might tell you something like, you know, this is going to take, you know, twice as long as you think it should, or three times as long as you think it should. And if, if you say no, and they're okay with that, then, then that means, you know, they're not, they're not, they're not like dying for the work. You know, they're, they're not just super anxious to get any work. You know, they're, they're, they're only looking to, to work with people who are, who are going to be easier to work with. And so, um, I think I got, I got a little bit off, I got a little bit off there, but yeah, in terms of estimating, like, I, I think that, um, th- things, things almost always take longer than, than, than I think they're going to, or that, you know, the client thinks they're going to. Um, and so, you know, I, I always, I, I like to estimate high, um, and, 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 de- and deliver within that, um, and, and surprise the client. And so, yeah, I, I would, I would tend to say that like as estimating, like whatever you think, however long you think something should take, wh- whether you, and that's another thing. It's like a lot of the times clients, they don't, they don't know how long something's going to take. So they're, they're relying on the developer or the agency to tell them, um, you know, this is, you think this is going to take a day, but this is actually going to take like two weeks. And, and here's, and here's why, you know, like they should have an answer. Like if, if, the, if they, if they tell you, you know, this is going to take three times longer than you think it should, they should be able to, to explain why, you know, if, if they can't explain why, then that's a, that's another red flag, but yeah, uh, things, you know, things usually take a lot longer than you think they should. So I, I would say for, you know, for my own estimates, you know, I would say, double or triple the time that, that I think it's going to take. Yeah, I love this approach. Yeah, it, it makes clients happy. It makes you happy. <laughs> Everyone yeah. is happy. Yeah, okay. yeah definitely. Okay, thanks, Paul, for your time. It's valuable uh, to learn from you. Uh, tell how people can uh, reach out to you, follow you, uh, connect with you. Yeah, you can connect with me on LinkedIn. Like, um, I think... I think my I think my URL is um, LinkedIn. Let me see. It's just Paul, Paul Garcia twenty two. Um, I'm I'm transitioning right now from being a, a an independent developer to starting an agency. So I have my my uh, my business set up, and I'm going to start. I'm going to be doing business as an agency starting in twenty twenty two. So I just set up a new website for that. It's called uh, it's. The, the business is Frontera Digital, and the website is thefrontera.agency. So you can get a hold of me through there um, or LinkedIn. Um, I'm also on Facebook, but I use Facebook very infrequently. So LinkedIn, my my website it has all my contact information on there are, are the best ways to get a hold of me. Okay, guys, you can find Paul uh, in the description below. Listen us on Google, Apple, Spotify. Thanks a lot for your time. It's valuable. Uh, a lot of new insights. I'm going to use some of them. And thanks, guys, for listening and watching us. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.